Blog Talk Radio. Did you get a chance to watch it? 
I didn't even turn on the TV. Oh no! Well, if you turn, if you go to the internet today, you'll find all types of coverage on it last night, and um, so that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about some of the fashion. Well, not really the fashion, but some of the things that happened surrounding the Golden Globes. Um, last, first, I'm going to talk about Queen Latifah. Now, um, I love Queen Latifah. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't love Queen Latifah. She has a new movie out in theaters right now, and she was slated to be a presenter last night during the award show. But when I posted the gowns of the evening, you know, the plus-size women in gowns on DailyVenusDiva.com, one reader commented that I forgot about Queen Latifah. I would never forget about Queen Latifah, but apparently she forgot about us because she arrived to the show 15 minutes late even though she was presenting. So she had to wait in a holding area until the host finished his monologue. So that was a lot of buzz about that today, about Queen Latifah not being in any red carpet photos, coming to the show late or whatnot. Um, since she, the movie Joyful Noise is out, and she's getting mixed reviews on it. So the last thing she really needs is some bad press. So if Queen Latifah is listening, my message to her is we still love you, but we need you to get it together. Next time, come 15 minutes early instead of 15 <laughs> minutes late. So that was one thing that happened yesterday. I still have photos of her, though, of, of her and her gown. So if you visit dailyvenusdiva.com, you can still see photos, but you will not see any red carpet photos with the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, next up is Octavia Spencer. I want to talk about her win last night because she won for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress in her role as Minnie in The Help. So um, big kudos to her, applause for that. Did you see the movie or you didn't get a chance to see the movie I haven't had a chance to see the movie yet, but I have had a chance to work with her. And she's very nice, and I really like her a lot. Well, she seems nice. A lot of people don't know she's been in the industry for, like, over 15 years. She's paid her dues. And so her people are calling her story kind of Cinderella-like, because although we've seen her in movies, like, her resume is long. We've seen her in Ugly Betty. We've seen her in Beauty Shop and countless other roles. But she's been under the radar until now. Um, but a lot of folks don't know is that she lived with t- director Tate Taylor um, before, not too long ago before the movie came out. And he's the one who introduced her to Catherine Stockard, the author of the book that the movie is based on. And she was in the middle of writing that book when she, you know, when they were introduced to each other. And Minnie is actually, well, Octavia is actually inspiration for the character Minnie. So this this role and this award was meant to be. And she mm-hmm. never, you never know who, you know, you never know if the person that you're meeting today may be the one who helped you tomorrow because right. that role was written for her. Right. So, yes. Yeah, you know, I wasn't watching, but I was following the the Facebook and Twitter feed, so I know she won, and I was I was excited. Yeah, I was too. I was very excited. Last thing on the radar today is um, Chris Humphrey's sister. Apparently, Chris Humphrey's Chris Humphrey's, you know, who was married to Kim Kardashian, has a sister who is a plus size model. I never knew that. I don't know who else knew it, but. Mm-hmm. I never knew he he had a plus size um, assistant. We didn't know who Chris Humphreys was before. Exactly, <laughs> before Kim Kardashian. So, so probably she, wasn't even anything exciting until he got married. Exactly, exactly. So Kayla makes her second reality show appearance in the premiere of Remodeled, which is a new re, new CW show about a fashion world expert, Paul Fisher, who's trying to whip small modeling agencies into shape. Um, in this episode, which airs tomorrow on the CW, 
um, Paul Fisher is trying to get Kayla to sign with a local talent agency. So, and as I said before, this is her second reality show appearance because she was one of Kim's bridesmaids in the wedding special. But, of course, like you said, we didn't know who Chris was. We definitely didn't know who Kayla was. So with this being her second show that she's on, I'm sure this will not be the last time that we see Kayla on reality TV or in TV, period. And she's very beautiful. She is. She is so pretty. Her eyes are just, like, mesmerizing. So I can't wait to see more of her and see what happens. I'm sure somebody's going to take the fact that she's Kim Kardashian's ex-sister-in-law and take that to the bank and bring that to their advantage. So, but that's what we have as far as news today. I just wanted to talk about some celebrity news and the Golden Globes and, and what the blogs are saying about who, and you know, plus-size women, because it's very seldom that plus-size celebrities exposure that they deserve. So. Well, thank you. That was great, and welcome to the the Plus Model Radio family. Thank you. I can't wait to come back next week. I'll have something juicier for you all. All right. Can't wait. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. Bye. I'm not sure if I muted myself, but I think I'm back up. So our first guest tonight on the show is Jill Alexander. And Jill Alexander started creating designs for herself after becoming frustrated with what retailers had to offer her curvy shape. Alexander founded Jill Alexander Designs in June 2009 in response to ongoing requests for her custom designs. Alexander's inaugural collection broke the mold on fashion for curvy women. Her designs departed from the solid, dark colors that curvy women have always been told to wear. Instead, Alexander incorporated bright colors, patterns, and sizing designed to flatter the natural curves of a woman's body. Jill Alexander Designs is committed to designing high-quality clothing for the curvy woman size 12 and above. Let's welcome Jill to the show. Hi, Jill. Hi, Shanice. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm terrific. I'm so honored to talk to you tonight. Yes, so let's go back to the beginning. Tell us how did you get your start in the fashion industry? Well, actually, my start in the fashion industry, I mean, my very first job in fashion, I was 14 years old, and I was a stock girl at at a store that my mom was the manager of. And um, I was around fashion pretty much my whole life. And um, when I was in my 20s and I graduated from San Diego State, I went to work for Ann Taylor as a visual merchandiser, which um, is a job that's very – it goes hand-in-hand with design because what you do is you look at the collection as a whole and you decide how the collection is going to work together and um, how you're going to offer it to your customer. And so um, from a visual standpoint, I was working in, in various stores in Southern California and customers kind of, they sought me out. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, I was, I've always been curvy um, and at that time, I think I was a size 12. And Ann Taylor went up to a size 12, and they carried some 14s in stores, but it was mostly up to size 12. So when a customer that was about my size would come in, she would kind of seek me out and ask me what to wear. So I learned really early on how to fit a curvy body with, you know, regular size clothing. 
And so prior to this, were you already sewing clothes for yourself? You already had the sewing skills? No, no, honestly, um I wasn't I wasn't doing any sewing at that time. That that all came a little later after I had kids and um and one of one of my daughters, my youngest daughter got involved in theater. And um because of my love for fashion, you know, when when your kids do stuff, you end up volunteering, doing all right. volunteering. So, I signed up for costuming. Mm-hmm. And I learned really quickly how to sew and the cool thing about costuming is you don't have to be very good at it because mm-hmm. there's a 40-foot rule, and the kids are going to be 40 feet away, and so it just has to it just has to look good on stage. But the thing I liked most about costuming was that um, you would watch these little kids, and they're running around the stage at rehearsal, and then all of a sudden they put on their costume, and they became that character. You know, wow. you watch them be transformed, you know, into this other person. And I really feel like fashion does that for people. Like you you put on an outfit that you love, that you feel great in, and you're transformed into right. something else. It gives you right? a new attitude and confidence. Absolutely, absolutely. You put on something that you think you look great in, and you can conquer the world. So when you realized that you wanted to start this line, did you have any obstacles starting your own plus-size clothing line? You know, um, fortunately, I've had so much support. Um, when I decided to go, I went back to school when my kids were, you know, older and needed me a little less, and I learned all the technical things. I By that time, I could, I could really sew because I'd been sewing costumes for years, and I was doing some um, private pieces for people. And um, so I went back to school to learn about the industry and manufacturing and and pattern making and all of the all of the ins and outs of design, and um, and I just had so many people that had my back and really and really supported me that it actually took off faster than I was even really ready for because I was wow. really planning yeah I was planning this career move for for when my kids were in college mm-hmm. so I was starting to get my feet wet again and um, word spread like crazy. I, you know, I'm still kind of stunning about how all this happened. And um, so my kids are, needless to say, not in college yet. I have a couple of years left with them. But, um, you know, I'm full-blown into the business now, and I'm loving every minute. And so now you're, you're full-blown into the business, and you're getting active in the Plus community. And I recently saw you at uh, Marie Danae's blog anniversary where you were an official sponsor of the event. Now, did you know these types of events and um, that the Plus community existed before you started this clothing line? No, no, definitely not. You know, um, I... Since I've been since I've been actively involved, in, you know, on the fashion, and that's when I kind of discovered this world, you know, this very active, positive plus size community that really um, takes care of one another. It's a fabulous, it's a fabulous community. Right, right. And um, let's talk about your clothing more specifically. Now, for those that are listening that are not familiar with your line, tell us what types of clothing uh, do you carry? So um, what we've done is we're manufacturing ready-to-wear for plus sizes 12 and over. We go to from a 12 to a 22. And um, the whole idea behind my line is really is versatility. I want a woman to be able to buy things, buy a few things each season, that work with things that she's got from the last season. 
um, trousers, dresses, blouses, and really build on her wardrobe rather than just buy, you know, onesie items here and there, like a dress to wear to one event. I really want, I really want to help a woman, you know, build a wardrobe. On the side, I've done um, evening gowns too, custom evening gowns, and I, I've kind of kept that business because there's such a lack in the industry, you know, that I still have women that will come to me for, you know, evening gowns, and so I provide that service too. But um, the heart of our business really is the versatile ready-to-wear. And so what is the price range of the clothing you carry? Um, the price range is anywhere between $48 up to 228 and 228 would be something like custom made. No, 228. Um, we have some some all silk jumpsuits and and um, some silk dresses and things that are that are a little higher end. But we manufacture in the United States. Everything's done in the United States, so you know our prices are going to be a little higher. But the quality is there, and these are these are not items that you're going to wear one time and they're going to sit in the back of your closet. Right. You know the the quality and the fabric is so nice that it's going to last for years. Right, right. Definitely um, a lot of beautiful clothing in your collection. What do you think sets your clothing apart from other lines? Well, one of the things that I think makes us different is um, the quality of the fabric. I use a lot of um, silk charmeuse, that's silk stretch charmeuse, so it's 92% silk and 8% spandex. And the high qual- the high content of spandex, you know, um, is more costly in a fabric, but um, it it has it makes the garment have what's called memory, so mm-hmm. that when you have it dry cleaned, when you're taking care of it, it always returns to its shape, and it allows your body some freedom. It you know it allows it allows excellent draping on your body. So I always try and have a high content of spandex. Um, the other thing I think is is the whole idea that my lines are designed um, to go with each other each season. So if you buy something from spring, it's going to mm-hmm. go with something that you bought in fall. Oh, now you do that on purpose. I do that on purpose, absolutely. And absolutely. if it's the, the colors will go together, or how how will it go together? Absolutely. So I, so whenever I'm designing a new collection, right now I'm in the middle of designing fall 2012. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm looking at what we had in spring and what we had last fall, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm doing some I'm trying to continue um, what I started and provide pieces that will go with both collections that you can change up and we're actually starting to to show that on our website how how different pieces go together because at the heart of what we do is is all about wardrobing our customer. We want yeah, to wow. have a full full closet. Of, where you wear everything in your closet. Right. I really like that because some pieces uh, you get from, you know, a little cheapy piece from somewhere else and then you throw it away and it's no good. But you have right. timeless quality pieces that you can wear over and over for a long period of time. That's what we strive for. That is at the heart of everything we do. Now, recently you uh, showed your collection overseas. Now, tell me about that. That was the experience of a lifetime. That was so much fun, Shanice. You know, I'd never been to England before. And um, we got there, and we were welcomed with open arms. Um, Angel Sinclair and her whole group, they 
uh, I can't say enough good things about them. They were so organized and so streamlined and just so welcoming. And then the night of that show, everybody who arrived, they were so excited um, to be part of the show and to be, you know, seeing the show and involved. And um, it was just an amazing experience. And it was the first show of mine that I have ever seen because they wouldn't let me backstage. Oh, so you got to just be a, a spectator. I was a spectator, and that, for any designer, is so hard to take your hands off. <laughs> but it turned out nice. Oh, it was so great. Everything was everything was perfect, and it was it was such a treat to be able to to watch people's reaction to the line. It was just you know something that I had never experienced before. Now, are you ever looking for models um, for fashion shows or photo shoots? Because um, there's a lot of uh, plus-size models listening to this show. Um, and if so, how can they submit for your clothing line? Absolutely. We're always looking for models. And um, we actually go, you know, all as you know, all over the United States and we show in different areas. So um, the best thing that you can do is submit a headshot and a full body shot to um, info at jillalexanderdesigns.com with your measurements and um, a bio of any work that you've done or people that you've worked with. And then we keep all of that on file. And as we travel, we have needs for models. We go we go directly to our file. Well, awesome. Do you have anything coming up that we should know about or be on the lookout for? Um, we always have stuff. We always have stuff coming up. Um, you know, our next stop is Vegas. We'll be in Vegas in February selling the fall line. Um, and then, you know, after that, we have a few things that, that are in the works that are not confirmed yet. So I can't talk about them yet. <laughs> well, you have to come back and tell me about it. I would love to. And tell us your official website. The official website is www.jillalexanderdesigns.com. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always a pleasure to uh, speak with you and continue success with your clothing line. Shanice, thank you so much for having me. It was great talking to you, too. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And up next on the show is Victoria. And I apologize in advance for the, the pronunciation of the last name. I'm going to say... Jana Zavilli, she's going to tell me. But Victoria is a fashion and beauty commercial photographer based in New York City. She studied photography at the London College of Fashion and owned her skills by assisting big-name fashion and beauty photographers in both London and New York. In 2009, Victoria relocated to New York to launch her business stateside. Let's welcome Victoria to the show. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. Now, pronounce your last name because I was messing it up. Oh, it's fine. It's a very complicated Georgian surname. It's Janice Lilly, and I, it, pretty much nobody can pronounce it well. So. Okay. Well, that <laughs> makes you feel better. <laughs> so yeah. how did you get your start as a fashion photographer? Well, honestly, I was in London studying economics because my parents always told me that art is not something that you do for a living. Right. And 
then once absolutely accidentally I met um, a very, very famous fashion photographer who invited me to assist him. And since then, I fell in love with photography even more, and I decided to do it for business. And I assisted for a few years, and then I went to school. And now here I am. I'm taking pictures of plus-size models, and I love it. So what do you love most about shooting plus-size models? Well, honestly, my first shoot with plus-size models was this summer. It wasn't that far away. It was about six months ago. I was with okay. Ken Maitland from Wilhelmina. Mm-hmm. And I've never, like, I, I, I never shot women that were more than size two or four. Hmm. And I was amazed with how beautiful her body is and how gorgeous she is as a woman and the fact that she has so much personality in her and the fact that she's not a 15-, 16-year-old model because, you know, a grown-up woman looks at you differently. There is a completely different energy about the picture, about the posture, when a model knows a little bit more about who she is and how to act in front of the camera. And since then, I fell in love with post-size models, and now pretty much that's my favorite subject. Now, some photographers... Do not shoot plus-size models. Do you think it's more difficult shooting plus-size models versus a straight model? I would not say that. I think that, I honestly think that everybody has their own specialty, and it's really hard to take a good picture of something that you don't appreciate, don't love, and don't understand. Mm. And I think that people should take pictures of something that they really enjoy. Some people enjoy taking pictures of flowers because they really love flowers. Some People like taking pictures of men, and obviously they like men. I, I'm i really amazed by women's shapes, and that's my favorite subject, even though it's a little bit weird since I'm a woman myself. Yeah, so you're not a curvy woman yourself. Well, you have curves with smaller curves. <laughs> I'm a size 8, so I think I'm pretty much good, and I'm very comfortable in my body. And honestly, I was starving myself a lot before I met plus size models, but now I feel so much more comfortable about my own shape and about my own. I feel much more comfortable in my own skin, which is which is something I never thought would ever happen to me. Wow! So before yeah. shooting plus size models, you were kind of self conscious. I really was. I really was. I was on diet all my life. I think I was on diet since I was fourteen or something like that, and I always was aiming for the size two or zero. And a few times I was pretty much on very hardcore diet. And especially being in the world of fashion, you know, having models around you most of the times, and I'm not a very tall girl either, so I always felt like I'm, you know, this chubby little girl running around those tall, gorgeous, 15-year-old, skinny girls. And, of course, I I felt very self-conscious, and at some point it just really started messing with my mind. But, honestly, after meeting a lot of plus-size girls who taught me a little bit more about self, and I've seen them doing things that, that are just amazing. Like, for example, the shoot that I had with Jen Maitland, she was, we, we were shooting her completely naked, and that was my first shoot with a plus-size model. And I don't know any regular-size model who would be able to walk out there wearing very high heels and just stand out there naked looking at me like, take a picture of me already. You know so what I mean? It's so comfortable. Yeah, and it's like, it, it all depends on how you own it. If you own it and if you have the spark in your eyes, if you're feeling comfortable in your own skin, nobody can stop you. And it's just the beauty of that. And everything else is just details. It doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? I right. Yeah. 
Now tell me, how did you come up with the concept of the What is Wrong with Our Bodies Anyway editorial? Well, what happened there is that Katya approached me on my birthday party, and I didn't know that she was a model at that time. She was a guest of a guest, and she pretty much was there, and she was like, hey, I always wanted to take a picture of myself with a really skinny model. And I'm like, this is so random. This is coming from nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Later on, we started talking about this, and she told me about the backstory and how she was thinking about doing this shoot for over 10 years now, and that she didn't know exactly how to pose it, how to, you know, how to create it in a way that it would not be offensive towards anybody because there is a very thin line about saying that skinny is wrong and about saying that there is difference. So that's why we tried to make pictures as loving and as appreciative as possible, not to point fingers at anybody because skinny can be healthy too. It's just healthy is so different for for everybody. And that was the biggest challenge, I think. Well, uh, when she approached you with the shoot, you hadn't done a photo shoot with her before because I know um, you two did something together for Plus Model Magazine before this editorial. Uh, Well, in in real life, we actually did the plus-size model cover after this editorial. Which uh, was really really strange because the um, what's wrong with with the plus size bodies? This editorial took a lot of time in production and it was in circulation for a few months. We actually shot it in October, and the next day we shot the another one for Plus Model Mag that became the cover of that month, and that oh, was okay. pretty much two days in a row. We just had the shoes from the. Uh, from one sh- from one shoot, and we decided to shoot the next day, and then we submitted the pictures, and then it worked out like that. So oh, it was just released at different times. Yeah, well, they just released at different time, and the this the, the shoot that got so popular these days, it was actually sent to so many magazines out there, and it got sent to so many people, and there was a lot of talks to to a lot of people in the industry that were discussing about you know maybe publishing it, and that's why it took. Quite a lot of time. I think it took four months for the shoot to actually get published. Hmm. Now, who is the faceless model in the editor in the editorial? Is she a straight size model or just a friend of yours, or who is that? Because we we can't even see her face, so she's not getting any credit. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was actually her request that she's a working model and she has been working for over seven years, and she walked to the biggest catwalks in the world. She's actually a very, very, you know, well-known model. But she asked, she she did it as a personal favor because, mm-hmm. you know, she's a really good friend also, but she asked us to keep her identity hidden just because she wasn't sure how we would how this would affect her career. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And I feel very protective of her and she's a really really great girl, but she has been on a diet all her life and she pretty much never eats anything at all and the fun the funny thing about it is that she actually she is very pro plus size but she needs to make money and mm-hmm. her only option is to do what she does right so she's kind of starving herself to stay that small yes because otherwise the clothes just don't zip and you know she needs to to pay her own bills, and it's it's just important for her. Well, how does she feel about all the attention that this uh, photo shoot is getting? 
she's very happy that it's getting attention, and she's very happy that we're doing something about the the issue that these girls are feeling, you know, so discriminated sometimes. And so she feels very happy about everything. Otherwise, she would never be in that picture. And she fully supports the idea. And I actually speak to her on the phone sometimes about this. And she is extremely happy about the whole press that we're getting. And now, were, were you shocked by all the media, media attention that this uh, editorial has gotten? I, I'm, I'm very shocked. And I'm very happy, honestly, and I still can't even realize how big it got. The other day I opened the website and I've seen that over a million people opened the editorial on the Plus Model Mag website. And yes. then it's just ridiculous. I can't even imagine so many people. <laughs> so has it feels this is, like so many. Has this inspired you to do more projects like this to promote positive body image? Oh, absolutely. I have a lot of projects in my mind at the moment. I already shot a few more editorials that I don't want to talk about at the moment, but they will be released in the next couple of months that have a similar message behind them. They're a little bit different, but it's all about taking out the message. And somehow, to me, it became very personal. I never thought it would become personal, honestly. (laughs) I never thought that I would be so passionate about that. But honestly, you know, some time ago when I was shooting regular size models and I was doing a lot of beauty and a lot of commercial stuff, and I was praying to learn how to do photography but mm-hmm. still have a meaning and message behind this because at some point it became very technical. You know what I mean? Right. And I feel that I was sent a message of, you know, plus size models and the whole movement, and I feel that people are so responsive towards that, and I feel like I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? It's not just taking a pretty picture anymore. It feels like it's a pretty picture with a meaning, which is so moving to me. Right, right. It is really amazing. It took a life of its own. So do you have any other projects coming up that you can discuss that we can be looking for? Oh, absolutely. Very, very shortly there will be two big editorials. One is coming with Whitney Thompson that – um, I don't want to talk about it yet because the pictures are not released, but it's a very, very fun editorial, and it will be out shortly. And another editorial is featuring uh, three of my favorite models in the world. It's, of course, Katya. It's Jan Borgella, who is a very good friend of mine and my one of my most favorite plus-size models that I shot so far, and um, and Whitney. And we've done something absolutely amazing together, and honestly, it just, it's so hard not to talk about that, but very, very shortly you'll see the images, and I really hope that they stick to you. Oh, well, I'm definitely looking forward to that because I love all of those models too. So um, that's going to be something coming up in Plus Model Magazine? Uh, I'm not sure about that yet. I think you will know all the details in a couple of months and, you know, in between those couple of months. But that is going to be something just so fun and so bright and so different from from anything I've done before. Now that you've gotten all this attention, um, has your photography business picked up? Have you gotten a lot of more bookings? Well, I had quite a few models calling me and asking for tests, and tests is something that I do a lot, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy about that. 
But at this moment in time, I'm just waiting to see what else is coming up. I would love to start shooting more of commercial work for Plus Size World, and I really hope that this helps me get the clients that I'm looking for. But I haven't sent my book out just yet. We were dealing with the press, and we were dealing with press releases. I've done quite a few of interviews, and I really didn't have any time to sit down this year and actually, you know, do business. Right, right. So if anybody is interested in uh, booking you for a shoot, um, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you, and what's your official website? Uh, my official website is victoriajanashvili.com. My, I know my surname is very difficult to pronounce, but the credits are below, uh, under the shoot of, with Katya, or you can easily find me on uh, on Plus Model Mag or on Facebook. And, you know, the, you can just send me a message, either through my email address or through Facebook or anyhow else, and I would gladly respond and we can schedule something. Well, it was a pleasure speaking with you, and you're you're based in New York, right? Yes, I'm based in New York City. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to try and get out there and shoot with you one day. I'm in L.A., but maybe you'll come out to L.A. and do shoots with models. I would love that. I would be delighted to do something like that. So you're going to stay on the line because um, up next is Katya, but she um, her English isn't as... Uh, what accurate? So you're gonna you're gonna be on the phone just to I'll help us out. I'll try my best to help and translate everything that I can. Okay. So <laughs> our next guest on the show is Katya, and she's a Russian plus size model who has taken America by storm, and she is featured in the January issue of Plus Model Magazine in a new editorial entitled "What Is Wrong with Our Bodies Anyway?" that went viral. She is signed with Wilhelmina Models in New York and has modeled for. Companies such as Kohl's, Macy's, Nordstrom's, Fashion to Figure, and Forever 21, to name a few. Let's welcome Katia to the show. Uh, let's see if we can get her on the line. Right. Now, Victoria, you're still there, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Katia? Katia? Huh? Let me try and text her, maybe. Yeah, well, she, I see her number, but I don't, I can't hear her. Uh, Should she call back? Yeah, tell her to maybe hang up and call back, because I see her on the line, but we can't hear her. Mm Mm-hmm. I just spent the whole day with her. She's such a great person to hang out with. She has the most amazing energy in the world. Well, I can't wait to speak with her. The the pictures are phenomenal. I can't wait for you to hear her. <laughs> her English actually got so much better after the shoot we spoke with her and I was like, This shoot is going to get some publicity. You better learn English and now what she does is all day long, <laughs> pretty much. She is, you know, with books and Netflix, and it, it, it's improved tremendously, and it's such a pleasure to hear this. All right, hey, Cassia? Hey. Yes. Yeah. Are you How are me? you? Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> I did it. I did it. It's awesome. <laughs> so tell me, first of all, how are you doing? 
Oh, you know, I'm fine. Yes, I need to say sorry that my English is not perfect, but, you know, I sound really very good when I speak in Russia. <laughs> so maybe you will try someday. <laughs> well, tell me, how are plus-size bodies viewed in Russia? Is it different from in America? Yes, it's really different. You know, for Russia, I am really too big. You know, I was first plus size model in Russia. I helped many my friends to become a plus size model. Uh, we started to introduce plus size modeling in Russia, but never got the same reaction as a skinny model, unfortunately. Mm. I thought that we can change something, but you know, now when my pictures was published, Russia was only one country whose 19% of comments that I am too big. Can you imagine? <laughs> wow. But, you know, it's very important for me that media in Russia really support me. So together it's really cool that uh, with media we're trying to change opinion about beauty standards, about plus-size modeling. Right. So before you guys started as a plus-size model, you were doing um, television uh, production. Tell us some of the things you've done with television. I was working on television like a producer 10 years. I was start like assistant, and I became a TV producer, like a, a big TV producer. So I was done a lot of show for young people. I was working on music channel, and also I was hosting morning TV show when I was trying to help women feel comfortable in own body. So also I have like a hosting a cooking show. And it was really fun and, you know, very good time for me because I try to help women to feel very comfortable in own skin. Do you still produce today or not anymore? For for that moment, I am not producing any program in Russia because I am based in New York City. But I have a lot of idea when I will be back, maybe, I will create some TV programs about modeling again and about women. Okay. Now, how did you get your start as a plus-size model? You know, I was always plus-size model because I was always not size 0 and not size 2. I was always actually like 12 and 14. Now I am 14. I came in the agency with my friends, and agency was signed me and showed me the book when I saw plus-size model for the first time. Actually, it was an American book, you know, okay. <laughs> and it was 1997. It was in 1997. Okay. And so for that moment, I became like a plus-size model in my small town, and all my life I feel that people, you know, don't appreciate me because of my body not enough skinny. It's like a crazy idea about that in Russia. But I am lucky girl because my mom really helped me. She worked like a photographer, science, actually, she, it's her profession. And she did a lot of pictures with me every day. So finally, I realized that I am very pretty because of my mom. She really helped me with pictures. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my childhood, it wasn't easy for me. When I was born, I looked like a boy. <laughs> when no. I was nice. Can you imagine? Yes. It was a really interesting story because all people in the street told my mom that, oh, what a shy boy you have. Oh, and no. my mom was really embarrassed and always confused with answer. You know, actually, this is a girl. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
Yeah. People are mean. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so did you, why did you move to America to just to pursue your um, modeling career or was it something else? Yes, it was just because of modeling. I was always dreaming about being a plus size model in the USA. Because in my opinion, you know, that USA is one of the countries who gives plus size model opportunity for job. Right. I feel very comfortable here, very comfortable. I am on my place. You know, it's the first time when I feel that I am on the same level as a skinny model. This is very important for me like a human. I moved two years ago, and, you know, it wasn't easy for me to move. But finally, all dreams became the true. It's a fairy tale, uh, it's a fairy tale and I think this is a life. You know, to rent apartments without credit history, new rules, new country, all my friends and family in Russia... You know, I think that right now a lot of people who move to USA can understand me because it's not easy to move to USA, but it's worth it. And um, how long have you been here? Two years. Already two years. Oh, just two years? Yes. But That's you it? so much. <laughs> it's too long for me. I'm already two years here. <laughs> so have you been back to Russia yet or is it too expensive? No, I was back in Russia for a while, maybe for Christmas, for birthday of my mom. So I was spent in Russia for the last two years, maybe just two months. Okay. So um, was it hard getting started as a plus-size model in New York City? You know, first of all, it was really hard to make working visa here because um, I had to prove that I was working as a plus-size model in Russia. As I said before, industry in Russia is not developed at all. Mm-hmm. So it took me 10 years <laughs> to get a lot of magazine publication and all, all the papers together. I was published in Cosmopolitan, Russia, in 2006. In 2007, I was published in L, Russia. Mm-hmm. And after that, I worked for Elena Miro, Italy. So hey, wait, only so after- you're saying you have to show your work to get your visa? Yes, it's very important. If you want to work in USA, in, if you have a Russian passport, you must to prove that you already was worth like a plus size model in Russia. Oh, okay. So it really helped me that I, to get publication in Russian Cosmopolitan in 2006, in 2007 I did L Russia, and I was working with Elena Miro Italy. Okay. It was very important papers for my working visa. So after all of this, I had a real chance to come into USA. So I was waiting. (laughs) And so why did you want to do this editorial um, for Plus Model Magazine? You know, all my life, I always wanted to show people how different are plus-size models from regular ones. I had an idea, but, you know, I couldn't make it happen because... I couldn't, it happened without a good photographer such as Victoria. And also, I see, you know, a real woman every day here in New York or when I'm traveling in another state. They are like me. Maybe I'm taller than they, they are, but we are the same because we are still human. We are not models, you know. We are not like a size zero. We are human and we are women. Mm-hmm. I always wanted every woman to believe in themselves. The, themselves. 
I am always um, believe that the way we are right now is the way we were meant to be. So let's just enjoy our life, please, woman. Let's just enjoy our life. This is very important. The one of my peak in editorial is in Utanasana post, the post from yoga. I want everyone to realize that to be a plus size doesn't mean being unhealthy. Right. This is a very important for that editorial. We are plus size girls, but we are not unhealthy women. We are, can be human and please world appreciate us because we are still very important people for that world. And were you surprised by all the media attention you've received from this editorial? You know, I am honest, was surprised how many people appreciate this. More than one million people checked my website, and this is very important for me. And uh, your website went down, so many people were looking. Yes, one million people. Actually, I wasn't ready for this. It was right. really a big surprise for me. I also want to say thank to England, Germany, Denmark, Australia, Italy, Russia, Sweden, France, for supporting our story, because... Without people, that pictures will be not so popular. Mm-hmm. I never thought that people can unite for such a great idea, you know. Right. I so feel that I have a big family in every part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Have you gotten new opportunities, uh, modeling opportunities, as a result from all of this exposure? Um, you know, I have some offers after that, but... We'll see what happened. My favorite words, actually, never know what can happen tomorrow. So, <laughs> we'll see what can okay. happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do you have coming up that you can tell us? Anything coming up that we can be looking for? Uh, you know, very soon it's Kabi Runway Show with San Diego. Actually, it's very close with Los Angeles. It will be Wednesday and Tuesday, and I will be working on Runway. And usually the show, runway show, it's really amazing. No, wait, I didn't catch all of that. It's a runway show? Yes, it will, it will be Kabi runway show. Okay. And Kabi that's runway coming... show in San Diego. San Diego? On Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. And um, and then Victoria told me you have some new pictures with her that she can't you can't tell us about, but to be looking out for it. Yes, we have some really interesting pictures, uh, but we never showed before. <laughs> yeah, right. hopefully very soon yeah. we will be published again. <laughs> some really interesting story. <laughs> so, is your website working now? Is it back up and running? Yes, it's the cup and it's working well now. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> it's www.dharkova.com. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We didn't even need Victoria. You did a good job. <laughs> oh, <thank laughs> yes, you. I'm very proud. <laughs> Yay! <I love> <laughs> thank you so much for pictures. And you know, I want to say a huge thank you to Madeline and Plus Model Magazine for everything what they are did for me because this is a really very important magazine for me. You know, when I was in Russia, I was always watching of Plus Model magazine and I find a lot of information in that magazine. Actually, I think that I came in the USA just because I was read a Plus Model magazine. 
Oh, so you were reading Plus Model magazine when you were in Russia? Yes. It was first magazine and best magazine who really opened for me everything in the plus size industry in the USA. Wow. So, this so that was a dream come true to work for Plus Model magazine. Yes. Plus Model, plus model magazine forever for Katya Zarkova. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, continue success with your career. I'll be watching uh, big things to come from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest this evening. Tune in next week and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.